We'll learn in honor of the new baby born, as bris was yesterday, Ches Kislev, um, Yoshua Javdin, and he should grow to be the Torah L'chupa Maisen The topic that we'll discuss is relating to when you can save someone spiritually and potentially you're risking yourself at the same time in doing so, to a certain degree, by either uh, potentially in, in, in mitzvahs. So, we'll start with the primary source, which is in the, in the Shulchan Aruch, in chapter 306. So at the end of it, uh, the, in, in the commentary of the Beit Yosef, he quotes from the Rashba. This is Chuvas Rashba. Um, in, the, in the Rashba, this is uh, Simon so he asked the following, the following question was asked him, that there was a girl, someone's daughter, that was taking the chazaka from her house. She was taken forcefully from her house from a Yisrael Meshumet, from a Jew who abandoned the faith. And his intent of taking this girl is not to physically harm her, but to make her also go in that direction of she's going to assumably abandoned the faith by, by this person who took her. So the question is, if on Shabbos can a person go and uh, potentially violate Shabbos Isurim to save this girl? Again, the, the clarity of the, the, the questioner was only asking that there is no assumption or any potential of physical harm to her. It's simply more of a spiritual that she's going to go off the derech as a result. Interesting question. And the Rashba writes that he basically that the matter needs more clarification. He's not so sure that you can be doche Shabbos, can push Shabbos violations, particularly prohibited from the Torah, Torah violations to save someone from a sin. And uh, he quotes different uh, questions on this. After all, Shabbos is a very large, uh, violating Shabbos is a very large avera, and he doesn't come to a clear conclusion on the matter. He even leaves off with uh, that it needs more of clarification. The Beit Yosef, whoever quotes afterwards, Tosis. Tosis actually is in a few different places, but the main uh, Tosis is um, on Shabbos, Dalit over there. Tosa starts off like the Rashba that maybe you cannot violate Shabbos viol- uh, prohibitions from the Torah in order to save someone from sinning. But then he asks the following question. We have a Gemara in that says that if someone's a half-slave and a half-free person, so they're not allowed to really marry not a, a regular slave like a Goya, and they're also not allowed to um, uh, marry a Jew. So therefore, they're in limbo. So the requirement in that case, the Gemara says, is that we force the master to re- free this person so that they are allowed to marry someone. And now the question is, is that normally anyone who, uh, a, um, who, who frees a slave who was partial, you know, like a non-Jewish slave, you know, in this case owned by a Jew, so it's called an Evan Kanani, they're over, they transgress a positive mitzvah. So then how is it that we would force someone to free a slave? That's the Tosis' question, uh, uh, and, and Tosis answers that the, there is a difference for the mitzvah of having children. In other words, even though that 
to free a half slave, you're doing a, a, a little bit of an avero, we'll call it, you're transgressing a mitzvah sase. However, for the greater mitzvah, the greater spiritual benefit that a person will have children in this world, pre-averivia, so we will overdo that, that, that we'll overlook the, the violation a person is doing. And therefore, we see the concept that you can do an avera, certain, certain scenarios, a little bit of an avera, we'll call it, to help someone... Um, from worse cir- circumstances spiritually. Tosis gives a second answer that only when a person takes, um, let's say in the case of the Gemara talks about um, in Shabbos, person takes bread and sticks it on the oven um, in a way that it's going to bake. So right before dark, before dark time, so it's not allowed to do that. But, uh, so there the Gemara says, uh, you're not allowed to take it, you're not allowed to, to leave it there to bake. So the question would be, and if someone will do that, they mamish will be violating the, the idea of cooking. But what about if someone else who is not there, who, who didn't put the, the stick, the bread onto the oven wall, are they allowed to just take it off of the wall? Because by doing that, that's a little bit like a like a chachma involved, it's a little bit, it's like an iser de rabbanin or so, so can they do it so that their friend who purposely or, or assumably put the bread there uh, with maybe intentful, um, so they don't violate an iser from the Torah. So um, so that's like the Gemara's question over there. In other words, can I do a small avera to prevent someone from doing a bigger avera, right? So there, says Tosis, only if a person did it on purpose, there we'll say, no, you're not allowed to do a small avir to help the person from doing a bigger avir. But when the person didn't do anything wrong on their part, then you can. And therefore, based on these two answers of Tosis, we have either A, that when there's a very big spiritual benefit mitzvah involved, you're allowed to do a little bit of an avir on their behalf. So he says, if that's the case, if a person was abducted and they're going to be raised as a goya or, or raised as some uh, idolater or so, what bigger mitzvah is it than to save them? So certainly you should be allowed to do even Shabbos violations to save them. And, um, and if the person doesn't want to, if the, if the father doesn't want to help, then we would even force him because that's the right, that's the right thing to do. So he should be Michalos Shabbos to help save his daughter from from going off the derech, and um, and that's and and that's the uh, because of what what would be worse than her not keeping Shabbos her whole life? Now the Alter Rebbe in Simin Shinvav Sivchavtes he 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 brings this the view of Tosus and he paskins like Tosus that if a person was abducted, uh, Goyim took a girl. And now they want to make her act. They're not going to endanger her physically, but they want to make her act like a god. So then, even if you're not sure, it's only a suffix, only doubtful, you're going to be able to save her. You're allowed to do Shabbos uh, biblical violations in order to try to save her. Again, even out of doubt. Now, the Alter Rebbe also quotes, and the Shachnoch quotes, that it says that you can, it's, you can push you can profane a Shabbos in order to help someone um, do more, uh, you know, keep Shabbos in the future, which would be very applicable in this case. If you can help someone who's spiritually going to get lost otherwise, you can violate this Shabbos so that they will, for the future, be able to um, keep Shabbos in the future. And we have, you know, and, and there's also, of course, the other limud, 
the other learning about saving someone's life, it says in the Torah, V'chai Bahem, that you shall live by them, so that you can violate Shabbos, I guess, in order to save someone's life. So this limut, this learning of that you should, you know, break a Shabbos in order that the other person should do many Shabbos, this is more of a spiritual, um, you're saving them spiritually. However, and as the Tosa said, Al-Tarebbe also quotes, Mishnah also quotes, that this is talking about when the person didn't do it on purpose. If the purpose, if the person purposely wanted to go off the, the path of Torah mitzvahs, they abandon it so we can't violate Shabbos to to save them. However, possibly there is a surah they're abundant. If we think it could help, maybe we could work. Maybe it could work on if they were, you know, certain cases. But um, of course, like if they were abducted or something, that's another topic of its own. Also, a person who's not religious, who grew up not religious, is very hard to tell if you know they didn't do anything on purpose. So that's another topic of its own. So now um, I'll mention a couple of cases in relation to this, and it's a very very broad topic which probably could have many many classes on this alone. I'll try to touch on the major basic points. So if a person, um, there was a Shaila asked to the Shevet Alevi. The Shevet Alevi, Rav Ozner, Chelek Vav, Simen Lamed Vav was asked. A person uh, wants to, a rabbi or so, a family wants to go to a yeshuv, a certain place where they're going to try to do kiruv, as to say, bring people closer to Torah mitzvahs. However, their problem and the question they were asking is that they're not going to have a minion. They're basically forfeiting, dominating with a minion in order to do this, take it upon themselves. Would it be allowed? Now, it's true, if you don't daven with a minion, it's not like you're doing an Avera, but on the other hand, there is a rabbinical mitzvah, you know, to daven with a minion. So you're putting yourself in your circumstances where basically you're saying, I'm not going to daven in a minion. So that was the question. And Shevet Alevi answers that it would be allowed if we believe that this could really help people. And um, we find, and he says, that at least for positive mitzvahs, although we don't want that you should sin in order to prevent someone from a bigger sin if they did it on purpose. Who knows, you know, the cases where people grow up, but, you know, you know people who usually grow up, they don't know any better. But he says, oh, but in any case, regardless of the intent of the people you're trying to help, at the very least, here you're not doing any violations. You're only just not doing a positive mitzvah or a positive rabbinical mitzvah. And the Stechemed quotes many poskim who hold that we can, uh, we can violate our obligations, our rabbinical our mitzvahs, not, not doing anything negative prohibitions, but just not doing positive ones. We, we could be lenient if it's to help a, uh, someone that went off the derech. And, and that's a big yisod. That's a very important yisod. When you want to uh, do kiruv or something, you know, outreach or shlichus, we call it for a person. There's one thing: if you're you're putting yourself in a certain circumstances, you won't have a mikvah, like, man, to go to mikvah every day, or you won't have ability to daven with a, a minion or something. But you're you're helping people, and you know that this is your your shlichus. This is your your calling to help these people. Or you're putting yourself where your your limitator is not as much as it can be if if you you know while you're doing the shlichus or something. So then, of course, if it's for this this great purpose, of course you would you would have the allowance if you think you're you know able to do what needs to be done. And of course, at the same time, we see that everything has to be with shop, has to keep in place with halacha and the like. Often, and this is a, a question that everyone can have when they're you know particularly if you work in, in, in the field of outreach and the like, 
I'm doing this. Is it allowed? It's touching upon a pro- question on sneas issues. It's talking up, uh, touching upon this problem. Oh, this problem, and and it's not something so simple. It's not something we can you know lightly answer. It's important to to know that you can't really do things that are wrong in order to help your friend. So, for example, uh, sneas issues. One has to be careful with even if you know they're dealing with others, and uh, they have to be careful with iser yichud. Uh, being alone, male and female, that are, you know, under certain circumstances, that, that those things are not allowed, even if one is doing mifsayim, uh, shlichus, and the like. And, um, but again, it's more on personal uh, mitzvahs that are done on a, per, you know, the person chooses to do. Sometimes they, if by keeping those, they're not going to be able to, to help someone else. So on that, there's room to potentially go, um, you know, to, 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 to override it for the importance of saving someone's spiritual life.